Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Slap basing. Oh right, were you deliberately sort of <laughs> waiting for me to start recording so you oh, could stop it. playing? Go on then. Yeah. Hello everyone. It's the eleventh hour podcast. We're at my house again, which means there's fucking musical instruments everywhere. Sorry. And uh, Joe's here, so that means you'll be hearing them occasionally. <laughs> well, I don't know. This you, you might get this at my house where you're just like, oh, there's a guitar I don't usually play here. I'm going to pick it up. Oh, and yeah, play no, that's it, true. Yeah. And I do, I do. Twang your ukulele every so often. You open yeah. your can as well. Oh, twang my ukuleles. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, wow. Um, we peaked on the recording there. I may adjust the um, I adjust the record level in situ. I don't normally do that. Also, like... Also, that was the incorrect use of the phrase in situ. I was going to let it slide. No, that's fine. Um, you shouldn't. Don't let standards slip. Okay, I, I won't. Oh, it's like, for God's sake, get dressed or <laughs> properly. Already. Oh, that's true. I am wearing my Avengers lounge pants. Yeah. Um, there is there's a couple of instances of... Um, <laughs> I thought, hang on, when I first got these, and there's little Avenger-type symbols all over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I put them on and I thought, hang on, I really am going to have to check what's kind of a crotch yeah, wood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a couple of instances of, like, Mjolnir, Thor's hammer. I'm like... I can live with that. I remember getting a. Um, well, the Doctor Horrible fans have said exactly the same thing yes, in your head <laughs> right then. Uh, I was. Yes, I I can't remember how I acquired them. I don't know if they were. I'm Chris. That's Joe. Yes, yes. Stem that podcast. Yeah, you were saying. Um, I don't know if they were gifted to my dad or if they were somehow acquired while in America. But anyway, I stole some um, um, <laughs> Monopoly themed boxes. And it was a little while before I realised that one pair just had free parking all over them. And I was like, that's like, that's like mm, a bit dodgy. But the other pair, I noticed, had the, the, the waterworks square on the front. <laughs> I was like, no, now I understand. Nice. But it, it wasn't that bad. Well, that's funny. Mm. Going back to the instruments as well, I don't think Rachel's bass was out the last time I was out. It here. was not. It was behind, funnily enough, some cardboard. <laughs> There's a lot of cardboard in here. We've been discussing Listen. it heavily. Uh, you, you, sorry, I'm just reminded Honestly, of Manny uh, talking about how... It's filth everywhere. <laughs> look. Oh, um, I was thinking of this the other day about the word look. Mm. That, um, 
you know, people criticise uh, folks who've come to this country for not really learning English. It's a fucking difficult language. <laughs> We've grown up with it. We uh, probably will swear like that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought of the the preeminent example, which is we've got a usage of the word look that yeah. actually means listen. <laughs> so so look. look, I've told you once. <laughs> so what am I looking at here? <laughs> you're looking at me talking to you unless you're on like, the phone. We don't think it's strange because yeah. we're used to it, but yeah. it's really strange. <laughs> it is It is a strange old language. I guess it must mean, like, please understand what I'm saying. Yeah. But, like, listening intently is a key element of that. Indeed. Thing. Um, so, the fact the word is look is really odd. I think, I don't know a lot about this, but my understanding is that basically we got invaded a whole bunch, or we went to other places, and we went, oh, I yeah, like yeah. all your words, let's pick those up. Oh, we patchworked the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's It really is like a... Um, a language put together by committee, but a committee of varying people over thousands of years. Um, which is weird. When we have this thing, where we, we in the UK we criticise American English a lot, yeah, yeah. but that has got the benefit of having been sort of hammered into some kind of shape yeah, by yeah, yeah. Noel Webster, bonkers though he was, like tried to simplify a lot mm. of stuff, and they've ended up with things that were old English, like. Um, like Z E on the end of things that end with eyes. Yeah, yeah. Like utilize. Yeah, I don't, yeah. no, actually I'm not sure if they use a Z E on utilize. North Americans bear with me. But you know, like civilized. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's that's an actual old English spell yeah, that we have changed. Examples, but we've changed and uh, they've kept it from when they uh, mm. went over, I guess. And so and the thing that it, it's actually standard English, but the thing I've heard more Americans get technically correct than yeah, we yeah. do is saying, like... Um, I'll use an example. This is not a statement of fact about the band Coldplay. Yeah. Uh, because it was the first band that popped in my head. Where someone would say, Coldplay is my yeah, favourite yeah, band. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's more technically correct. It sounds we, weird to me, though. Yeah, we, say, we, we, we've yeah. tried to say, ah, because it's a group of people, but they, yeah, they, I know, they are yeah. the group of people, that they, but the name, yeah, Coldplay... Yeah, yeah. Is them? Yeah, yeah. So it's a kind of singular entity. Yeah. I remember hearing a, a Bill Hicks thing about like <laughs> uh, routine where he said, "I know where Wham lives." Yeah, and, like that felt really. Well, that weird. seems weird because like the entity as the band like does yeah, well, not reside yeah. in one particular place. Yeah, well, indeed, but yeah, yeah. still, like if you know where all of their homes are, you know yeah, where yeah, yeah. Wham lives. Yeah, you know, but the. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think we should get into this too much. It's not, I don't know how we arrived at this, but it's a point I've been wanting to make a lot because yeah, I've yeah. heard, and I've been, you know, I've been snooty about American English as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, like occasionally, things strike me where they do things technically more correct than we do, but like it seems weird to us because we've carried on evolving uh, language yeah. as of that. Like, there's some, there's some differences, you know, that are just that I find interesting. Like, uh, sorry, Americans, this makes sound really patronising. That, like, uh, we we're like, well, we're gonna well, this vegetable, we're gonna use the French word for it, and like, Americans are like, hmm, I think we will use the Italian word for it. We talk about zucchini and courgette. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, I mean, like, I'd, I'd thought of another uh, cultural difference. More oh, they love it. They love Italy. And, you know, that, um, well, Italy it, and Ireland. Yes, yes. 
If, if they could all click. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself, and now I'm sounding I'm sounding worse than I intend to. That's, let's just leave it there. So yeah, we are the do- uh, we are the Doctor Who. We are the we are the Doctor Who eleven the eleven podcast. We we mostly talk about Doctor Who, although the ratio is a talk endlessly in a cyclical loop about Doctor Who and then start again. Yeah, that's pretty much what we do. Um, I should say that we we don't tend to recap episodes. In fact, we don't recap episodes at all, ever. So, yeah, uh, that and would if, be probably be quite relevant again this week. And if an, epi- if, an epi- if an episode is circular, then what do you do anyway? Well, indeed, yeah. Where's the beginning of that episode? Well, it's right at the start. Yeah, um, after the title. But the beginning is the end. Is the beginning is the end. Is the beginning is the end. Yes. So the Smashing Pumpkins didn't quite say. Um, I was like, could we have? Um, I was like, oh, there's that really good metal song I like called "The Beginning and the End." And I was like, oh, who's that by again? And I was like, oh yeah, it's by ISIS. It's like probably not a best good idea to put them on the uh, podcast. They're like, oh fuck, now we can't tour. Can we rename them Daesh? <laughs> I mean, I think they're named after the you know Egyptian god. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they like, didn't go. That name, that they didn't somehow people. predict the uh, yeah the rise of uh, of uh, you know. Let's you know. Let's not get into politics either because I think uh, it's a bit of a it's of a course bit of a as a, subject. Yeah, you know. as of um, day of recording, our government has gifted us the Christmas gift of a war. war. Yes, thanks, guys. How do we unwrap that? <laughs> Very carefully. Yes, indeed. I it suppose. kind of unwraps itself all over the place. It does. Yeah. And um, I'm sure we'll get some thank you notes from that, possibly in the shape of bombs as yeah. well. Um, so, never mind. That's, I think that's as political as I want to get. Yeah, I can just play some bass to distract from it. No, it's all right. Um, heaven sent, then, Stephen yeah, Moffat. Yeah. Um, Dare I say it's the best Stephen Moffat episode in years? Uh, I think I dare say it. Yeah. Um, I'm struggling to remember the last... Oh, no, to be fair, like, uh, Day of the Doctor was... Mm. Was superb. The thing um, is, though, it's one of those ones where he's gone out on a limb and tried to test himself with a, a certain kind of thing. Sometimes that's a huge mess. Sometimes he really knocks it out of the park. I'll say, I'm even, like, I'm like, looking back on this series, um, this particular series of yeah. Doctor Who... Um, for clarity's sake, uh, there have been a few. I like. I think on balance, I prefer it when they experiment and try something new, even if it doesn't quite work. And I'd say yeah. Sleep No More was one that didn't quite work for me. Yeah. However, this one, I haven't sent. Mm. Yeah, I was like, that's why you experiment because then occasionally you you know when it works, it will really work. Also, like, I, I'm going to briefly get into those nutters of that Doctor Who forum again believe it or not oh, again they actually quite like this oh, one I mean I can believe it I mean they've liked they've liked most of the last few including <laughs> Sleep No More as a general and then of course some think it's absolute toss yeah. because they they themselves are like a, a spectrum of people with yeah, different yeah, opinions yeah, 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 yeah. even though they largely don't hold edit the new series in any kind of esteem whatsoever yeah yeah but continue to watch it but um even they make me forget what I was going to say in the first place <laughs> they liked it on the they whole. did like it but what did you say before I started on this um that when you do an experiment sometimes it really pays off yeah. yeah. Um you are familiar with the doomsayers on that site who for at least the five years I've known of it, and mm. presumably the four years prior to that with yeah. um well no the five, five years, years prior, prior to that with you who have been predicting its demise after yeah, yeah, every yeah. season because yeah, yeah, of various yeah. 
reasons of quality or um, ratings. Viewership, yes. Yeah. Apparently declining. Viewership. And like the overnights are low. They are really low. Yeah. I get that. But like, um, have you seen the merch pool that Doctor Who has got? It's ridiculous. I also feel like, how long are we just gonna? stick to this old system of overnights and not acknowledge you know that people don't watch TV like that anymore Um, Uh, Stephen Moffat once said it would be like uh, broadcasting the the half time score of a football match as the full time score (laughs) that's good yeah which is a you know it's not a perfect analogy but But it's it's quite amusing yeah but um, um yes uh, however, Moffat himself has gone on records as having seen the costings of the. You know, we know there's going to be at least another series. Yeah. He has seen paperwork that suggests a you know a good few more, and and an episode like this yeah. would seem to support that notion that yeah. you are that comfortable that you're coming back. Yeah, yeah. Even if you know, regardless of who's involved in it, that yeah. the series is coming back, that you can fuck about. Yeah, not yeah. fuck about, but like really dig deep. And yeah, find, yeah, yeah, and really try out, try out some uh, some new shit. And if you've got Capaldi, and you can just stick him in an episode, yeah, with some of some of Murray Gold's best music for, mm. for years as well. Yeah, yeah, a one creepy guy in a veil called the Veil, and of yeah. course a completely non-surprise by visit <laughs> by Clara in the Doctor's mind, but yeah. saying the word ass. Yeah. He thinks words that she would never say. Meow, 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 I'm glad that we both went there. That's right. I'm going to have to... I think words I would never say. You know, you can read my thoughts, boy, etc. Okay, we've looped back around again. Uh, well, as appropriately, uh, yeah. appropriately so for the episode. So, uh, yeah, I'm really, uh, I should just explain, I'm very sleepy. This, I've just been really tired and grumpy all week. Mm. So I'm kind of trying to power myself up for recording. Whether that sends me into nonsensical manic mode will mm. have to, well, remains to be seen. Right. First time I saw this, wasn't that fussed. Yeah? I thought, it's alright, you know, I yeah, thought yeah. it's a bit self-indulgent you know oh it's a circular story that's something new isn't it Uh, um watched it with you fucking brilliant yeah I mean I watched it with my flatmates and we were all really into it so I watched Mm. it on Monday thankfully didn't know anything about it good I managed to avoid that this time yeah I thought it was fantastic I really like the setting it's creepy I like it's just something new and different very video gamey yeah yeah uh, I heard uh, this would <laughs> mean more to you but I heard a lot of people reference uh, Dark Souls yeah uh, it's, I was thinking a bit eco as well I guess I, don't know. I just what thought I and um, with the rotating thing yeah. with the central column I got uh, Nintendo fans the unlocking the Snowhead Temple in Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask oh I haven't got I haven't played Majora's Mask but that's a temple where you have to spin things around course, to go yeah. into different doors and also knock little blocks down to yeah, drop yeah, pathways yeah, yeah. down to reach other doors it's uh, someone on the forum we used to frequent back in the day possibly um, Andy you know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, likened that temple and better Zelda temples to like unpicking a giant lock that you, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. happen to be within yeah yeah and this reminded me of that like trying to yeah, get yeah. room 12 to come round yeah 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 and things like that um, I just thought the notion actually would make a really good 
a video game where you're being stalked by this slow thing all at all times. I you did know... say that there are a couple of games that come to mind. Mm. Not quite the same way. I, I think if you really committed to it and just made it that it was always following you, like you yeah. couldn't. Um, like, because there's a couple of games I can think of where there's something that's constantly stalking you, and one is uh, Resident Evil Three Nemesis, where the Nemesis uh, yeah. turns up periodically. But yeah, it shows up in like um, scripted moments. Though. Yes, indeed. And yeah. then there's Alien Isolation, yeah. where the alien is a complete AI creation. Yeah, which does mean sometimes you can just be trapped in a room and you can't get away from it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the that's a bit of a problem. And um, I believe uh, Prince of Persia: The Warrior Within has a similar thing. Oh, I, I never played that one. I was never a big fan of their limp biscuit style grittying. No, up. no. I mean, yeah. San, everyone agrees that Sands of Time was great, and they were like, "Oh, we're going to make him all like we're going to make him emo." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, what's fun Hashtag about Hashtag darker and grittier What's fun about Sands of Time is that he's, he's quite Funny and camp And sort of a bit silly in it mm. um, And, he's a, and uh, yeah And it's quite colourful And for the mm. most part But um, yeah Warrior Within was a bit Was a bit too like Edgy <laughs> The one bit uh, No I, I won't start talking about that But yeah I did like the notion of this thing That's always And it's never running it's always yeah, just yeah. slowly you always know where it is yeah you get these monitors I love a fuzzy monitor as yeah, you know indeed indeed yeah like um unnecessary flies coming around as yeah, part of this yeah. thing um however the god complex yeah really similar <laughs> We've got changing geography. Yeah, yeah. We've got a reliance on personal fears. Yeah. We've got a stalking creature who shows up every so often. And we've even got, like, the final destination being a, a numbered door with the yeah, doctor's personal, like, number yeah. on it as well. Doesn't the doctor open his door in that one and go, oh, it's you, who else would it be? It's like, I think it's, it wasn't this thing. <laughs> it was, oh, of course. Yeah, like, yeah, who else yeah. Would And I think they... We should know this, of course, being a Doctor Who podcast. Yeah. They went back to that and explained what it was later on. Oh, right, wasn't it? Or yeah, I'd probably, probably. Yeah, it's the sort of thing they do. Yeah, that's it? embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, on our yeah, Facebook yeah. group, everyone, facebook dot com slash group slash eh podcast. Let us know where we've gone wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just in our lives generally. That yeah, would be yeah. Good to know. Again, you can usually work that out from listening to us. Yes. Listen yeah. to me. Sorry, uh, you haven't seen Timmy. No. You, that is exactly the correct reaction, uh, and when you see Miami Connection, you'll probably say that right back to the screen because I know I, I did. Well, you, you there was a point in this where um, where he asks Clara in his mind what she would, or no, he asks her out loud. As you know, he imagines her mm. saying same. So, what would you do? Is he the same with you? And you went, well, that's what got you killed. And then <laughs> the doctor, uh, yeah, repeated that. Pretty much, and I, I'm like I must have remembered it from before. And when he said yeah, it, I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah," but it, it's not like it came to mind. But yeah, a couple of very good, um, a one in particular, very good uh, scare that they got out of you with it being behind the door. Yeah, <laughs> man, that was uh, a and also actually Douglas just, Camfield special. It's, it's just just trudging down the corridor, you know, mm. endless <laughs> remorselessly was was fantastic as well. A couple of kind Sherlocky moments in this, the Mind Palace, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, weirdly, the first time I thought it was when. He's he looks there. Uh, the doctor sees himself on a monitor, like at a window, yeah. being seen through the window. And he looks and the fails yeah, across, yeah, yeah. and that reminded me. It's nothing like it, like storyline wise, yeah, but yeah. it reminded me of uh, the first episode of Sherlock, where Watson goes to the wrong building oh, and right. sees uh, Sherlock and 
and an assailant in the other building across yeah, so yeah, well, yeah. when he's arrived just at the nick of time nothing to do with it but I still it puts Sherlock in my mind and then yeah there's the mind palace and of course the mind palace is the TARDIS but that makes actual a lot of sense yeah yeah and there's the explaining like that he was actually when he was doing what appeared like a bunch of random uh, stuff he was actually you know doing some calculation yeah. mental calculation you're mental calculation you're going to enjoy this that on the uh, hang on on the podcast this is how near my bathroom is yeah that's me back in the room. <laughs> um, the bathroom window was open. It was making the door knock. Yeah, and that was annoying. And it was never. And it's never for the door. That's a great little joke. That was <laughs> doors no, notoriously cross. Yeah, it's like all oh, knocking, and it's never for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did he psychically link with the door? Let's, yeah, let's not worry about that too. Okay. Much. Now. Time loops and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. teleportation and things like that. So this is interesting. I've got to say, I'm going to say this before I forget it because I've forgotten a lot. Because mm. I, 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 wa- I watched this and I saw a lot of people talk about things and then watching it again, I've got some answers to some stuff. So I think. he says he must be less than one light year away from where he started, which yep. is an interesting... Well, mm. I suppose... Okay, well, let's just get this out of the way. Well, he gets that. He has that waffle that says, "I'm still in the same time zone." Which on Earth we know what a time zone is, but yeah, to him, yeah. a time zone is something else. And I don't know how he can know that, but he does. That's yeah. We just when have he to says let he's that pass. at most one light year away. I suppose, I. You could take it the fact that Gallifrey is near, but he's somehow hidden in a way. I mean, that's the only way I can kind of. Uh, well, the other problem is. And well, this is again where, where the recapping of the episode is that he's technically not in a place. He's no, in he's, the he's, confession in, dial. he's in the confession dial, which has a link to uh, Gallifrey in it. Uh, apparently, supposedly yeah, yeah. so, by the yeah, looking yeah, of it. Yeah, So. Well, I know sort of how the confession dial works now. Um, I don't know if, like, he's just... I'm not quite sure why he's been carrying that around all Yeah, series. because it, it sounded like he'd made a confession with it at the start mm. of the thing. I haven't gone back to check what he says. Yeah. Should do, really. But, but like, Mi- yeah, Missy has it, and she's all talking about how it's got his la- essentially his last will and testament on it, but he hasn't mm. said anything in it at that point. It depends when in time that's happened well, indeed, as well. indeed, yeah. It's all a bit... I'm sure there will be some answers next it's week. Trap. There's my phone making noise. Yeah. So... The other question a lot of people had is, why does Room 12 not reset? Yeah. My simple answer to that is, it's not meant to. Yeah. Like, I don't think this is meant to be a death trap. No, I think it's designed to make him... Well, the whole thing is, it's as he says, the the place is telling him to go to 12. Yeah. So he's being guided towards that room, and I think what, what... Clearly what is supposed to happen is that he gets that room... Like he does, and he goes, oh, well, I see this is the exit, and I'm going to make my last final confession to get out of here. Mm. Um, Why it doesn't reset, and so why he can punch... um, You know, he can just punch through it over two billion years or so Mm. is an interesting one. I will... I'm not... I I, I don't know why you'd make that the case. However, because it gave us that, like, five minute segment of him doing it over and over again... I'm willing to just forego any explanation because that was so fucking good, that bit. It's a masterful just, sort of... It's so good, yeah. It's a great editing job. Mm. And it's not you're not always seeing the same bits again and again. No, like, no. He's delivering the same line about how far in the future he yeah, is. It yeah. just gets to ridiculous... Like over a billion years. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, you reach a point where you wouldn't be able to make a, yeah, an accurate yeah. 
yeah, stellar yeah. calculation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does he think he's going to do when he can sit right at the start? It's like you've got until dark when I can see the stars, and then you're trying, what, what's he going to do? Like, if he knows where he is, that's that's not that yeah. helpful. It's also interesting that if he's inside the confession dial, like where what stars is he actually seeing? Yeah, or is it a replica? Uh, rep, is it somehow replicant of like a bit in the real world? It's not. Cl- of like a, a, an actual planet is a replica of a bit no again Gallifrey. it's not uh, I I always get the feeling there's meant to be enough clues in there for him to work out the situation yeah and what and the loop and how to get out of it yeah um, no idea what would have happened on the first iteration that's what I kept thinking when I was watching that on ironically the second time through I wondered what happened the first time if he just get to that presumably he gets to that room Mm. And he goes, I'm not going to tell you. And he dies. Mm. And then he wakes up and goes, and then thinks that he can, has an idea about the teleporter, goes back. Yeah, well, he, well, he dies, but like he still has that slow death where yeah, he can yeah. get up to the thing and yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring, the teleport, bring the teleporter back online. But um, Does he leave a message at that point? Maybe like all the little bits... Like, it's been refined over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it took a few goes to get into it, and then it starts playing out the same pattern. And, like, and once you actually get to the room with the thing, and you have the idea to try and wear it yeah, through, yeah. that's yeah. when you leave your bird hint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it starts I, working. I, I, it's very similar to our thing about trying to explain the uh, opening the Pandorica with mm. the sonic screwdriver, even though he was locked in there with it. Yeah, yeah. It was like, the first time round, it was really complicated. Yeah. And then the second time, at it least, simplified at it. At least with this one, you can kind of work out what how it, how he would have got there, because mm. it doesn't... There's nothing that, ex- that has precluded him from starting this chain, if you see what I mean. Yeah. There are some like things... Like having like... no hands or something like that. <laughs> you yeah, just wear it down to the stumps there. Yeah. Horrible. There are some who think in the first iteration he must have left his wet clothes in that room and then just been in the nude for the rest <laughs> of the adventure. But, like, here's where I wonder about the notion of it being a deliberate thing, for him because all of the rooms was... reset to the point of arrival. Yeah. But whether that's his arrival this time round, I, d- yeah, I don't yeah. know whether, you know, I don't know quite how that works. I get the feeling that Someone has just left those there to to put the notion yeah, of a loop in his mind. Quite possibly, yeah. I don't know, or or indeed he has done that. So and he does actually go around in his smalls in the yeah. first time. Yeah. My favourite, uh, my biggest laugh out of that is he's re- the the moment of like, well, you won't see this coming, and it turns out he's done that every time. <laughs> I was like, no, you do this every time. <laughs> yeah, mate, yeah, that's me. a good, that's a good point. Um, I like that. Yeah, it's and- a. <laughs> There's a sl- it's, it reminded me of a there's a bit in the last action hero <laughs> Schwarzenegger's character who's Schwarzenegger's character is a strange yeah, character of the film he's like yeah. I'll be back huh, I bet you didn't know I was going to say that that's what you always is say that- I do <laughs> and there's a it's actually they put that in the trailer and it's like one of the worst jokes in Last Action Hero it's a much better film than people give it yeah, credit yeah, for I remember really enjoying it because um, it's, it's bonkers and metafictional and it's got a universe in which Sylvester Stallone was the Terminator <laughs> yes <laughs> and in which um, the, no I'm just I remember my favourite joke actually from it and that was is it Arnold doing Hamlet <laughs> Hamlet 2 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> To be or not to be, 
not to be. <laughs> I remember really enjoying finding that hilarious the last time I it's saw really it. It's really well filmed as well. Yeah. That, not, particularly the Hamlet bit the whole yeah. film it's John yeah. McTiernan and it's got stupid action in it anyway I didn't mean to do that um, but yeah I just like the smug notion of like no mate like it was surprising yeah, yeah. once yeah <laughs> yeah um, seven that, seconds to the ground that's still a long way but he's yeah. he's pretty resilient like it's about a, a human but <laughs> there was also the notion of this this wall being like how much harder than diamond? I can't remember. But Four hundred like, times, I think he said. So maybe sometime when they say when he said time more to less breakable than humans, he meant that. Like he really this, meant that, yeah. Because yeah. I'm afraid we we would not blend. We yeah. would not make a single dent in that no, thing, no. no matter how much you, <laughs> you indeed just break your hands exactly. And um, I should point out that if it's seven seconds, and we don't know if the um, how the gravity is, it's at most. 70 odd metres because mm. your um, your terminal velocity is uh, 9.8 metres yeah. a second and well, obviously it's going to take you a little bit of time to reach that well, at least it knocked him unconscious he sees yeah, this yeah. pile of identical skulls yeah. that was the thing when it got to that bit at the end like you I think you said like yeah I figured that out you're kind of working out at the circular yeah. it's I <laughs> shut up phone <laughs> I know it's other podcasts who say that, but there you go. Yeah. It really is in keeping with the thing. Yeah. I had this moment where, when that happened, my brains all went, oh yeah, I know, it made me kind of feel like I'd worked it out already, but well, I didn't the, have when, a moment where yeah, I went, yeah. oh, I definitely know what's going on here. Yeah. But it wasn't a surprise. Yeah, there's a, well, there's a bit of the, the, the castle moves and then the skull falls off. It, yeah, it lands in the water, and presumably that's just happened so many times. Uh, yeah, I feel I have to be... It's a bit odd, because I think he's there for about three days, shall we say? Yeah, sounds about right. Because it takes him... He's definitely there for one night, and... Um, and then a bit more time, and then it takes him. He says an hour, an hour, a day and a half to to climb, yeah, to crawl back up, yeah. Um, so we'll say he's there for about three days, which means he gets about a hundred and something iteration or like goes of it a year, yeah. Um, which means that he's at about seven thousand times a hundred, so. Seven hundred thousand. So is that seven hundred thousand skulls? Yeah, I think. Well, it could be more to start with, and then they just carry on piling up. Well, no, I mean like the millions. At, at this so. point, um, yeah, is that enough skulls? And I was like, yeah, that could feasibly be seven hundred thousand skulls. I guess you have presumably, to ask a, a BBC CG guy. And pre- uh, presumably, they don't reset because they're outside. Yeah, sort exactly. of outside the castle. Yeah, yeah at some at one point there was just one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How that got there, different matter, <laughs> of course. Well, oh no, because in the, again, in the first iteration, he powers the thing using himself, and then the second guy... He takes the skull, there. and then, yeah, the skull gets knocked off, yeah. and then it just goes round and round. Speaking of Hamlet, I was yeah, <laughs> saying yeah, the yeah, lack yeah. of Yorick Sorry. action. My, my phone just went off there because it was feeling left out. Right, well, let's Maybe just check that someone isn't really trying to get hold of us. No, oh, I know what's going on here, I've got a... a thing called group me or whatever it's called which is group texts and stuff oh okay and and it is every so often people chat a lot in it so I've just yeah, muted yeah, it yeah I know that uh, sorry I'm going to um, um, people I know from other podcasts who I don't think listen to this <laughs> right I'm going to uh, put my phone on it uh, red hot phone noise action yeah yeah, yeah 
This party is not as hot as I was anticipating. Uh, so sort of uh, Simpsons reference there, but it's and, and now I'm just trying to work out what else to say about it. It's I great. Have, I have a question. Yeah. I, it is great. Um, that is not that is not under question by me. And wow, Capaldi can really um, carry an episode. Yes, I, I mean I don't think you could, you couldn't do this every week. Obviously, so I knew I knew about this before the start of the series yeah, yeah. when we were going to do episode yeah, zero. Yeah, yeah. My plan to talk about this episode was like. Oh, I've got some. Imagine I've got papers in my hand yeah, for yeah. noises. I, I've got a complete cast list here for this episode. It's uh, Peter Capaldi. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that would have been a great effect. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it loses something in the retelling, I guess. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I so presumably people are. Some people have asked, like, how old is the Doctor? And he's like, well, no, he's only like three days. He's well, not yeah. even that. He's only like a day older. However, presumably, two billion years of past yes um, so that's presi- that may but be possibly it, just but, um, but within but we don't the know confession that, thing that yeah we don't know where that portal like if that just takes him back into yeah more or less the time that he left um, exactly it's very confusing no, yeah. I also note that it says home on it and of course yeah. he assumes it means it leads to the TARDIS and it, <laughs> it does not no um and then he gives some. When he arrives on an orange planet, I think both you and I are like, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he gives some quite complicated. I hope I assume Time Lord children are. He just told com- a joke about a shepherd boy that he finds a shepherd boy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> I didn't notice that. Um, but um, he gives, I, I assume Time Lord children are quite clever because he uh, he gives the the kid quite mm. a complex set of instructions. Yeah. So um, yeah, the hybrid has been properly. Yeah. Has been. Like dealt with a bit more. Now we know why it's been mentioned a few yeah. times ominously. This is the thing, people were right, hang on a second. So tell them the hybrid is me. Yeah. Capital M me. Oh me. That's a good point, I haven't. Um that seems like it's something we deli- you try and deliberately mislead people by having to say that. Yeah, it's weird because like the notion of having a character called me has been a bit difficult yeah and slightly clunky so if this is the payoff that makes a lot of sense yeah however the notion of the the idea of the hybrid is that it's a this time lord Dalek hybrid yeah and that's not what me is we we, we know yeah. what me is because we saw it happen unless there's more to it than that well, he also... was, remember he was oh, always yeah. free, he was super freaked out when he first saw her and claimed yeah. that it was like Oh, precognition just remembering in reverse or something like that, which is a ball's line. I have to say that there's um, I, I would say that re- I feel like Doctor Who recently has been done a bit too much that, of the old like um, oh, there's nothing weird about X. It's just Y in Z. For things, y, yeah. yeah, like so he says, hell's um, heaven for bad people. Yeah, or like um, pre- yeah, it's just remembering in reverse, or it's just like you know, it's not. Yeah, sad is happy for deep people. It's Which I think is the possibly the best version of it. And I feel like, yeah, sometimes it feels as quite forced as a joke. I'm, um, I'm going to have to pay attention, because, uh, you know, I'm podcasting press gang. Yeah, well. yeah. I have to pay attention to see if he pulls that in there. <laughs> I, he, he, it seems to be a turn of phrase he quite I likes. want to say something about the hybrid, and I can't actually remember. I think it's in the trailer, so I can't. Okay, uh, well, shall I pause quickly? Yeah. Alright, more pausing action here on the 11th Hour Podcast. And we're back! Hang on, hang on. Hang on. 
<laughs> Thank you. And now okay, we're really back now. Yes. Um, I was going to say, you were going to say that we know that um, me isn't half Dalek, half Time Lord, but yeah. Doctor makes it clear that um, the hybrid isn't half Dalek. Yes, because anyway. the Daleks would never allow a no, half, never. A half humanoid, half Dalek hybrid. That would never happen, <laughs> <laughs> etc. Yes. Apart from the times it's happened before. Yeah, indeed. Um, not, say, uh, no, I can't talk about the other one because that's a classic series. Spoiler. Obviously, it'll be in a Dalek episode, but you yeah, have Dalek's to work out Manhattan which is one the, is the uh, is the, uh, yeah. the one where they went very mind. literal with it, where it was a bloke with a Dalek on his head. Yeah, what was his name? Diagoras, Mister Diagoras, something. I, I don't know. That, that was the least stupid part of the whole affair. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, admittedly, that was through the thinking of the cult of Scaro, who were Daleks designed to think outside the box. Yeah. But then once they got out of that box, they realised they didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. got back in the box really fast yeah there's only so far you can go outside the box I love, I love that episode towards the end where they start all the other Daleks start getting a bit twitchy yeah. it's almost like I don't like this all that much it makes me feel weird yes um <laughs> gosh so yeah the hybrid is important apparently and uh, in fact doesn't there's some weird business with Tenant blasting extra energy into him, so he's a kind of human Dalek Time Lord hybrid as well. Oh God, probably. I think that's tr- I yeah, think that's correct. Possible, yeah. Some shit about Dalekanium bumps on yeah, top of the Empire State yeah, Building and things. Some kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, probably about a lot of people doing the same thing at one time. I think to recall a lot of people holding hands. That sounds that plausible. That <laughs> seems very like it. Um, I was going to say, did you? Worry that you were going to get a f- reference to the Eighth Doctor movie, which we can talk about. Uh, uh, that the it's like it's not half Dalek; it's like it's half human, time on half human. Yeah, I, I don't consider that a spoiler for that movie because it's barely a plot point in that. <laughs> yeah. It's a line that is thrown in with no. There's no. There's very little bearing on the plot apart from yeah. the opening the Eye of Harmony, which you could write in a completely different way. Well, of doing exactly. It. Yes. Um, um, I remember... The bigger the, question is, what the fuck is the Art Harmony doing there? But never mind. Yes, I remember the, um... I found the novelisation of the movie in... <laughs> an Oxfam, I think it was the Ealing Oxfam, mm. and it led to some good jokes for you. It was like, you should have a read of it, where it's like, the, I'm half human on my mother's side. The Doctor lied. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Doctor joked. <laughs> but, uh, no, because they... I think a lot of people have thought that as well. Yeah. But, uh, no, that was specifically... Human Time Lord hybrid, yeah. which was, as I'm sure you recall, a concept left over from the uh, idea of an, uh, the American reboot series. Yes, yes. That the the Doctor Who TV movie, as we know it, was a pilot for. Yeah. Basically, and it never went to series. So it has had. Oh, this I whole... heard some of the ideas they had, and uh, the Spider Daleks is the one that I can remember. Spider Daleks. They were going to bring back the Cybermen, but as the Cybes, <laughs> a kind of space pirate. Cyber- and in fact, they were going to specifically redo earlier stories, remake, oh, right. remake them. And also, the Doctor was half human because his father Ulysses came to Earth and yes, he had a human yeah. mother like Spock. And 
type some other big high old time lord called Barusa and not Borusa from the um, older series yeah. became the a consciousness with a voice inside some crystals in the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah and was like so a, it made the TARDIS a bit like Kit from Knight Rider. Yes, or. Grandma and the Lovematic Tester from the Simpsons spin-off showcase. <laughs> Just dispensing wisdom. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hot I was going to say that last week we did... You were saved a really crap series there, people. <laughs> yeah. look, um, I think if you search for Leakly Bible, L-E-E-K-L-E-Y Bible, I think you'll find uh, some of the info there. Yeah, I've definitely seen it and gone, this looks shit yeah. at some point. I could probably do so again. It's astonishing that TV movie is as enjoyable as it is, considering how... <laughs> how wrong they go with a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. Um... But yeah, we can discuss the faults of the TV movie some other time. Yeah, but anyway, that, the specific hybrid nature in there that has remained controversial to this day yeah. is the uh, is the nature of it being half him yeah. being half human. I just had a f- half time. Well, the other controversial thing was that he kissed a girl, yeah. and that seems so quaint now. <laughs> I I think the thing I least like is that um, the seventh doctor's exit is a result of botched surgery which I think is a, it's not a dignified way to go well also that he steps outside of his TARDIS and he, after looking out to make sure the way is we are getting closer to ruining story beats now okay, so okay, okay. I, would, um, I would step away we were kind of on the money we, we, we speculated I believe in the next time trade a bit that mm. it might have been Time Lords uh, uh, we didn't because, I, I paused it because it oh, wasn't of course, so, yes. but like they, because of the teleportation device yeah, and but, also that we thought this virtual reality could have been Matrix like and it wasn't but clearly we were on the right line it wasn't the Matrix itself but yeah, we were but on it the may, right lines. The, the technology may be similar indeed mm. um, so the Time Lords have recruited me and um not um, me, but to the character, me and me. Um, um, that, that, hey, that's next time, guy. Well, he's on Gallifrey, oh, so I see. we assume that the they she yes, was talking you're right, about they, was them. They've recruited her to send the Doctor. Yeah, her. yeah, that's all we know, is that they've recruited her to, because of all the business in like that street. I may have to bleep myself, then, if I can find that bit. If I didn't yeah. find that bit, sorry, everyone. Um, I, there's almost no one who doesn't watch those trailers who listens yeah, to this, yeah, I yeah. think. So, yeah, they, they've asked for, like, the TARDIS and stuff, and then they guarantee the safety of the street if they can get the Doctor. Yeah. For what sure. ends, we don't know. Of course. I apologise. Yeah. So, yes, I, I, I knew where you... Yeah, I knew you were worried there, but um, I was like, we have enough to piece together like, that, that was what was It given. didn't occur to me about the, the hybrid line, because I kind of remembered it as him saying, yeah, it's me, I am the hybrid. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, Oh my god, of course, but um. It was more that he was like, oh, it's not half Dalek, half Time Lord. I was like, no, please don't say it's half Time Lord, half human, or it's half human. (laughs) But like. I also struggled to see how that could be an important um, plot point, but apparently it is in a lot of science. But like, I I saw someone write it down just as a line they thought was big and exciting. They said, the hybrid is me, but with a little m. They yeah. haven't made the me connection, but yeah, once yeah. I saw it written down, you were like, uh, and I, it's not like I'm the only person who has that. No, like, since course. that, a lot of people have thought exactly that. Yeah, it does seem a classic mis- mis- misdirect. Yeah. But it's weird that I, someone wrote it down uh, who hadn't worked that, and it helped me make yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, but again, could it be? Uh, could it be a clever double bluff? Probably not. 
Who knows? But I doubt the the Doctor has been secretly a kind of hybrid no. Dalek sleeper agent thing that he's been running from his destiny. Well, he's not, he's not a half Dalek as, as he used to have it. No, like, we would have to be... Um, yeah, so what would it be? It would have to be fully Dalek in some way that would be half... Or time, half time or half something else, like, you know. Oh, I see what you like, mean. Like, he says that you can't be half Dalek, which yeah. suggests to me that it's like, that's just the, the prophecy is the prophecy again with this bullshit uh, in Doctor Who. It, it's just wrong, and it's, you know, the hybrid is some other mix. It'd be, it'd be interesting to consider how dissimilar the, the Daleks themselves would consider themselves from their their forebears, the Carleds. Oh yes. Who were just completely human looking, humanoid mm. people and they, they mutated into yes, these yes. things over time. Whether genetically they would Well technically they the do, but thing. that's kind of I don't want to get into that because I'll just get angry oh, at the okay. Genesis of the Daleks. Oh right, yeah of course. Um Okay. Oh, I could do that. I, I could still do that. Uh, although, but whether something could be human, yes, yes. could be utterly human-looking, but still Dalek and yeah, yeah. Dalek enough that the Daleks would be happy with it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm hoping that the Dalek thing is just a bit of a red herring, and they're like, that's not actually. Uh, yeah, I've realised just... also that um, this series itself has made Daleks confusing. Yeah, because. <laughs> It was a thought that I never had, I never realised, but it was really obvious someone published it recently that when they put Clara in that Dalek body and she says, yeah. uh, I love you, and it was yeah. exterminate. Yeah. This means we have no idea what Daleks are actually saying. <laughs> they could yeah. be wanting to give you a hug all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do ver- relatively little exterminating for how much they say it. Well, indeed. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only if they get worked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, who even knows what Daleks are or what they want anymore? I mean, that is a problem that I have. <laughs> they are. They are. They might be worth a reset. Yeah. Somehow. I mean, I feel like they've tried recently, and it is a very. I think mean, it feels like it's very easy to make Dalek get confused. With well, the thing is, Victory of the Daleks was a Dalek reset, and then yeah. no one liked it, so they went back to making it all confusing again. Well, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I think it was probably just the design of the Daleks. I think if they just put it down to this whole new mm. regime, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no regime is the right word. Um, I've had discussions with people about get, who get annoyed about people saying diet regime when they mean regimen. <laughs> but, um, that's the thing. I'm yeah. sorry, just getting confused. Yeah, um, I feel like I'm talking in circles here again. Yeah, I'm fun. trying to think if there's anything more I want to say. I feel like uh, I was probably pro- is, but I'm I'm tempted to go for the feedback and to see. If I that... was really happy with Murray, man. The um, yeah, that really scene good. with the portrait of Clara. Yeah, yeah. There's backwards piano in that, yeah, but yeah. playing like a forwards tune, and then like just the most old school wobbly yeah. synthesizer oh, yeah, 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 yeah. we've ever heard in this entire yeah, yeah, yeah. series. Fantastic. Yeah, it was great. I really liked that bit as well. Uh, the Veil was played by the same guy who was Colony Saf. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And then also was just a sheet and some gears. Yeah. <laughs> Top gears. Yeah. Metal so, gears. But I think the whole some people found this some people found this completely tedious by the way which I can I can sort of understand I if you, quite liked the I like yeah no I can understand but I liked the kind of haunting weirdness of it like. yeah uh, and I'm a big sucker for rep- repeating things yeah um, and of course I kept it really exciting at the end which is just can we, and then 
just piling on yeah, yeah. the repeats on top of repeats with but with that single strand of the joke yeah, yeah. getting and him having and more time to tell it as he gets further down the, yeah. uh, the corridor he's making like sometimes it's not even like there's another word each time sometimes like the pause between sentences is so long yeah. that he still doesn't get another word out yeah yeah eventually it's just enough time for him to deliver a catchphrase as a, that uh, was a, a punchline rather that was a brilliant bit and also the music the music was really good in that bit as well and um so I like I like the doctors, and actually, this has been kind of tying into some other stuff he's done this season, where mm. he's like, "Can't I just, can't I just lose? Mm. You know, do I have to do this?" And and there's some actually. Now I think about it, possibly one more thing before we go to the voice cells. There's some mm. very, very real stuff about grief in there, which I found really oh. good. There's, when he says the w- the worst thing isn't the day someone dies; at least you have something to do, which you do. Yeah, yeah. But uh, although it is a weird state to find yourself in. Mm kind of nothingy <laughs> state as a well watch the body from Buffy Vampires A you want to be depressed but be depressed in a realistic way oh yeah I weirdly I find that it's not had I had a lead thing is I had I suffered a parental bereavement when I first saw it uh, I don't think I had but like having had one since yeah, yeah, yeah. wow yeah, <laughs> it's really impressively good yeah but it, it's not it's not fun in a way <laughs> but like I think the hardest bits of those are when Buffy has it I'm just, it's not a slight it's not I'm, it's not really a spoiler it's, it's happens quite early she has these moments of little flights of fancy where yeah, she yeah. like she resuscitates her and then they're in the ambulance so, yeah. oh thank god you acted so far and then it cuts back yeah, and yeah. she's still in the situation yeah uh, what happened? What I got here as the grief thing is he steps out of the teleporter a bit like waking up, yeah. And he has that moment where, like, instantly that's the first thing he thinks of that, like, yeah, someone yeah. dear to him was. And died. he does say mm-hmm. quite early, quite early on when he's trying to work something out. He goes, mm-hmm. "Isn't that right, Clara? Just out of habit." Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, the two the two particular bits I'm thinking of of him saying it's not. Yeah, that's not the worst day. It's all the days where they stay dead. Yeah, are the worst. And I was like, oh, oh too. Too real. Yeah. Um, and what was the other one? It was, oh, when he goes, like, you know, when he, he accepts that he has to do it, and he's like, but, you know, you still won't be, you still be gone, like, no matter how many times I do this. Yeah. It won't bring you back, you know. And he just doesn't want to carry on. Yeah. Um, and that's been kind of a bit of a theme. There's been, you know, hints where he's like, you know, I can lose any war you yeah. you want. And when he's just tired of, of losing and he just doesn't want to kind of go on. And and that's been really kind of um, interesting and very kind of emotionally kind of real and uh, it's interesting. Funny, to, yeah, it's funny stuff. It made me feel the it made me feel the departure more keenly. Yeah, I than think I would have seeing done. it through. And actually, I can buy, I'm buying the doctor's kind of grief. Um, mm. And uh, God, I was I was happy for Capaldi's uh, face this episode because uh, his his face when he's just defiantly punching the wall is. is it's brilliant. I mean, like, that sounds stupid when I say it like that, but he really kind of gives you that. that. It's great when he's he realize, he's like, I'm not gonna tell you my secret. I'm just gonna, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, gonna just gonna punch a wall, punch a wall, yeah, and punch a hole through time, probably quite literally. Yes, in this instance, it reminds me of that bit from Fifteen Stories High. <laughs> it's like if you punch the wall hard enough, you might come back. <laughs> Which is a weird. <laughs> Um, I, I've, you know, I've, it's probably based on some very observational things. Like, yeah. have you ever seen 
<laughs> like just grieving twats when their girlfriends have left them getting annoyed and punching walls. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so do you think? He's like, what do you think you're trying to achieve? But he just takes that notion yeah, and yeah. rolls with it. And I can't the... actually remember if it. I feel like it actually works in that case, in that like what he really fucks his hand like, up. It's been a long yeah, time yeah, since yeah, I've watched the story. It's, like... <laughs> it's a really weird series. Yeah. And of course, it's got completely nude Jeffrey McGiven in it towards the end, which is very unexpected. <laughs> very unexpected. Yeah. Good work, McGiven. Yeah. Giving him an airing. Uh, oh, so very little airing. Yeah, very little airing. airing the yeah. broadcast on the telly, and here comes the wife. Hello, Hello. the wife. Hello. <laughs> so um, yeah, the the notion of the Doctor winning is something I hadn't really thought about until, funnily enough, it was that Doctor Who forum again talking about the end of Sleep No More yeah. and how it had confused like New Who types when yeah. the Doctor left and they were like oh you should see all the New Who babies going so did the Doctor win or what and I thought I've never really thought of the end of an episode as the Doctor winning yeah. and uh, it clearly is a notion that's somewhere that's a, buried in the mind yeah. that especially since it's clear that this is a puzzle to be solved yeah, and yeah. a game to be won yeah then maybe, but yeah, he doesn't want to. <laughs> Which is fair enough. Yeah. Right. Um, well, I think we should move on to the. Yes. We probably I'm, should have. I presume we've had some. We have had some. Someone has posted in the group. We've carefully had some. Fairly recently, hoping that we've received it. Yeah, that's Kirsten, and we did receive it. Yes. Um, I, there's, I'm making noises again. Of course, I wasn't ready. Before. Oh, actually, I think it connected. Oh. That has never. Oh, no, hang on, it didn't connect Sorry. because it turned Bluetooth off. I, I, I always like to put the sound of me connecting Bluetooth speakers <laughs> to what iPad. I saw you reach for the bass. I was like, do I have it? Let's make some entertaining noises. While yeah, I'm searching yeah. for this, of course, I could, while I'm waiting for that to connect, I could, of course, have got the uh, other things other together. Things together, yeah. Yes. We have got emails and voice emails. Uh, and, right. Have we got any hybrid voice emails? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know what that would be, but, uh, you know... I don't know I what couldn't that would resist be making a hybrid joke. Um, right, here's an email first. I'm going to hand it off to you if you want. All right, yeah. Um, I would only say this person's first name because there's a name in the email signature and there's a name at the end and the surname is different, so the okay. first name is the same. So yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of consistency, yes. I'd say that. So this, this would be Charlie, then? Yes. Um... Which unfortunately makes me go, Charlie, <laughs> you pimply little prep. Which is not, I'm sure. Hang on, I'm just going to tell my wife I love her. I love you, darling. Cool. Aww. Tell my wife hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I already did. <laughs> yeah, I told true. her hello when she came in. <laughs> um, so I'm sure Charlie isn't a pimply little prep, but um, that's just me quoting a bit of. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Fine, if we'll shut you up. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, Charlie says Dear EH Podcast Hello I watched this episode live On Saturday night On the BBC So did I I liked how last <laughs> week's episode Leads straight into this week So mm. did I uh, I thought the villain Was suitably mysterious For the start of the episode mm. But It was so dull There was no humour No plot If Sleep No More Was based on the perfect storyline This is based on the opposite I, um, I think he's referring To the fact That um Mm. Um, what's his name um, was supposed to be editing stuff oh, more yeah. into, into like the most exciting thing you can make gotcha I wish this had been a mini-sode a prequel or something else however if next week is an action hang on yes it's fine is an action-packed episode with loads of fan service I will forgive everything I love series finales a lot yours truly 
Charlie. That's cool. I mean, uh, there have been some. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. heard someone say like this should have been like just a ten minute bit at the start yeah. of next week's episode. And I, I see, I've got a lot of time for really slow building mm. stuff, which maybe and, some you know, folks... experiments. And I like, kind of like how it develops. And you know, you see him work it out, and you know, see how it goes. Anyway, but you Absolutely. know, people can feel what they want about, the, about they, this episode. They certainly can. As long as it's the same as what I feel. I'm terribly sorry about that sound. (laughs) That's going to sound horrible on the podcast. Um, Right, I'm into the voicemails now. I just wanted to know the speaker was at its maximum volume. That's how it knows, by caning your ears with a high high pitch and high decibel beep. Yeah. Uh, Right, the voicemails are loading um, soon. I will balance that there. I will try and get this right. Volume wise, may not do. All Who right, knows? I'll, uh, hey, Drew. Hey, Chris. And there. I'll tell you what. No. Watched. What are you doing? I fucked it up, Alario. I'm terribly sorry. The Bluetooth Alirio. didn't connect to my speaker. <laughs> I spent so long connecting. Me, that actually must have been a very, very silly uh, Simpsons joke. Yeah. Where they're watching. You know, a, uh, <laughs> a trailer for a film based on Tic Tac Toe. Oh, right. I think it's XVO or something like that. Is that what the film's called? There's a bit where someone gets crushed. I think, oh, yes, there's a, ro- a subplot that's a romance between Romeo and Julie X. Oh, And gosh. then Romeo gets killed by, like, a falling egg or something. And uh, she goes, Tic Tac, no! Which is a really stupid joke. But I enjoy it because I'm a complete idiot as well. And um, me going, Alira, no! Reminds me. <laughs> That's a little good. bit of that. It's like, um, your poor ass <laughs> from the other week. Huh? Right, if I have to just hold this iPad up to the fucking microphone and deal with the on... It's a, I know exactly what's happened here. What's that? You'll like this. Oh, is it, tele- is it connected to your phone? Yep. Well, 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 well. Uh, everyone, this is why I should set this stuff up beforehand. If um, if people mind, they haven't let us know, or yeah, they've just I guess stopped listening, uh, not told us. It was entirely worth it for those, that high pitch, uh, the oh, high yeah. volume beep that has probably blasted your ears if you listen to. Oh yeah, that was de- that was definitely right. Yeah. So you know it's Illyrio now. So never mind. Enjoy. Hey Joe, hey Chris, it's Hello. Lirio. I just watched the latest episode of the Doctor Who Doctor show, Who. and I would like to venture to say this is the greatest episode of Modern Way. Who wow. I have ever seen. And it was the greatest one-man play mm. slash bottle episode <laughs> slash pretty expensive bottle episode. nightmare. Yeah. I have ever um, been um, blessed to watch. This was fantastic and enthralling and glorious. Um, yeah, uh, on the two tier, I liked it. Don't know if you could tell. Mm. All right, Drew. Goodbye. Excellent. Wait until you get to the episode of Press Gang where Kenny is stuck in a sock. <laughs> it's amazing. 
Um, whole episode, just him <laughs> in a sock. Well, was short, short and sweet. Uh, it was sweet. Area. Thank you. And I, I realised that if we were, uh, me and him formed a hybrid, we would of course be a Leary Joe. <laughs> and we would take over the world with our bass playing skills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I don't think your surnames would be like Ferrero and Ferrero. Yeah, I guess we could go. That could be a. I could go with that. Yeah. Or f- just Ferro and uh, Ferro. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll game we'll of Ferro and. <laughs> there is actually. A I would have been a tiny bit Patrick McGowan at the end of that. Uh, there is actually a, a house in you know, the Game of Thrones universe. Oh, House Rowan. House Rowan, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, right, we've got Eric now. Uh, this is interesting. He's sent us an MP3 instead of an M4A, and the file name is just the timestamp of exactly the date and time he finished recording it. I see. So that is weird. Right. Come on, Eric. How? Hello, Joe and Chris. This oh, is Eric. We can hear you. Calling in from my new Kindle Fire. Hopefully, this works. Uh, Hopefully, we can get an MP3 file to you. Hopefully, it is shorter than most. That I try to use. So, this week's episode is the 11th episode of the ninth season called Heaven Sent. TH episode. Oh my gosh, guys. This was an amazing episode. Uh, I can't in any way sympathize with anyone who didn't like this episode because (laughs) it was amazing because Capaldi. Capaldi, yeah. Capaldi continues to be the best thing about this series. And he repeatedly brings things that I did not think were possible for this character. Uh, And just the fact that he's able to carry an entire episode by himself, and I'm never bored, I'm never questioning why I'm watching this, is incredible. It's, It's absolutely amazing. He is completely carrying this episode and that, that's not to say the episode's bad the episode is w- very well written <clears throat> I think this is probably Moffat's best since Listen and it's probably better than Listen in my opinion yeah I, uh, I think so it is and I like to listen giant castle thing and so as soon as he came upon the uh, clothes I kind of figured that he was in a time loop type thing <clears throat> and that he'd come around to discover that uh, he would have to take off his wet clothes and I, I didn't quite realize that all the skulls were his but I kind of I kind of reasoned that out it gives you enough info along what I had already mm-hmm. thought about uh, so we've got Capaldi doing that we've got Capaldi running from this veil thing and I, I think it's great his description of this just rotting woman Whoa. with just flies buzzing about constantly mm. and that's a great fear for Capaldi to be chased by and I think it's just great oh also Capaldi's costume in this episode is absolutely amazing I feel like he should stick with this he's the, on the point the shade of mm. red that his jacket is is incredible I really like his coat that he's worn for the rest of the season and I like that he's able to wear that coat uh, in many different ways like along with hoodies on his head and different things. <laughs> But this yeah, it's jacket, burgundy. This is a very good jacket, guys. You should number. really keep this. And so he's stuck in. We 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 kind of find that he's he's stuck in his uh, confession dial, which is interesting. I'm trying to logic out what exactly actually happened. So me right. was contracted or told to do this by we don't know who yet to attach. That's a transportation device to Capaldi. 
put him into his own confession dial, which is essentially just a prison to make a Time Lord confess, which is a great idea, and uh, I'm glad that Moffat was able to think of it. Uh, so it, while he's in here, he's repeatedly going through this confession maze thing, and he comes across the room number 12 with this, like, diamond material that he has to repeatedly beat on <laughs> with his various incarnations, so have to keep going, keep going, keep going. And I love the idea of repeatedly chipping out it. I love, love the story he tells, and he's able to remember each new part as he does it. And I don't think the time is necessarily what he said it was there. I don't, I don't think it's really billions of years. I think it's deeply, deeply compressed in this Time Lord dial thing. But uh, he breaks through and gets to Gallifrey. So how how exactly does this fucking work? Because he's in his own <laughs> confession dial and breaks through something <laughs> in his confession dial and gets to Gallifrey. <laughs> by design. What? I'm like, did certain I it's by design. Or is this kind of bollocks and unless Capaldi is some... Uh, not Capaldi. Unless Moffat is somehow able to explain this. I'm not entirely sure whether it holds up. Hopefully we'll have an answer for this. Knowing Moffat, we won't know okay, an answer. Two answers. It will be slowly checked <laughs> out for the next three years. Possible. Uh, with little to no answer of any kind. But that's kind of... It, but that really doesn't matter because this episode was amazing. I was on the edge of my seat. Kapali killed it. Rachel Talalay is a great director, yes. even though I didn't like last year's second part. Hopefully I'll like this, this year's second part. Uh, she has done an amazing job directing, and I think her place as directing finales is amazing. She yeah. should keep doing it. Absolutely. So I've hit about five minutes, so I'll, I'll about have said my piece. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, that was a good lend, Barry. Thank you. That yeah, was, um, yeah, it was a much more directly episode. Yeah, that's this true. one like the others, they're perfectly the others are perfectly serviceable, but they yeah. are a modern Doctor Who finale yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in in every way. Yeah, you know, there was not much you could do with them, but this was a lot of this was just in the visual telling. Yeah, yeah, and that was and that, that was great. And who, however that full edit came together at the end, yeah, yeah. whether Moffat had it all in the script or he went like, we, we see a series yeah, of yeah. things it from the probably episode. probably more like that, and then he and Rachel Talalay and the editor probably, mm. you know, worked on it, the details as they were doing But it's, it. but fantastic it's fantastically stuff. done. Yeah, well, brilliantly good done, stuff. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah. the, the Kindle Fire, that would explain the different, um, <laughs> the different yeah. uh, timestamp type uh, file name. Yeah. I was under... I was, Unur- I was very oddly fascinated by that fact. Sorry yeah. about that. I was going to say he was one of a few things about Pete, uh, Capaldi carrying it and the writing. I it did the thing that I think you can is almost like the best thing you can ask for the writing of an episode like this. Is it didn't make me feel like he was talking to himself too much. Yeah, for no reason, purely to just advance the, so that you knew what was going on. But that is helped by this kind of. Shadow Clara figure yeah, yeah, yeah. that is always there. So it's that it's he is talking to himself. But oh no, but I didn't feel like he was doing it too much, just yeah. as a way to kind of let you know what you're thinking and move the plot along. Mm. Um, I know that's what's going on, but it didn't make me too aware of it, which I think is good for an episode like this. Yeah, but I um, 
the doctor's always talked to himself to some yeah, degree. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I always thinking? There's, um, I'm just always thinking of Tom Baker going, even the sonic screwdriver wouldn't get me out of this one. <laughs> Straight down the fucking camera. Oh, even the, in this one, oh, like, yeah, oh yeah. nothing without an audience. Wink. Little flash down the camera. Yeah. Oh, astonished you'd get away with that in the episode, but it's such a little moment and yeah. it works. And um, um, I yeah I it, I don't think yeah it's 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 running in real time the dial I was gonna say it's a bit strange that um because I thought that he started the dial with him but of course he doesn't he gives it to me in uh, yeah. the last episode so she's got it yeah and then it somehow ended up oh no yeah well, I guess we're gonna have to see how that plays out because she she has it but then when she, she steps out of it, into it hands it to someone who and takes then, it to Gallifrey and, and then, then he I guess out. just leaves it in the middle of a desert for some reason or yeah, you know maybe up in so. the mountains I guess we'll see if we get any uh, kind of see I think it works but crucially I actually don't mind I, uh, if yeah. this if none of this is explained if this is just a standalone light it so weird much, episode yeah. the thing is, I think it's because it's part of Doctor Who if this were like a one-off little sci-fi yeah, yeah, story yeah. about yeah, but, yeah, yeah. someone just restarting themselves the whole time I'd love it yeah and it is just that it just happens yeah. to be that the Doctor's in it I think the plan was um, the design is that he would confess everything about the hybrid then he'd go through and he'd end up on Gallifrey and mm. the time I guess I mean we'll have to see but the timers would use the information somehow but they want him there clearly yeah. for some reason but having confessed yes but then he comes in and ruins it by going I took the long way around yes uh, which is a great line it is a good line uh, the very long way around yeah it's like it's been ages and I am angry yeah um, like it hasn't been long but he knows how lo- he, he can work yeah, out yeah. kind of what the situation is by that point exactly and how long it must have taken what I like is that there's a couple more things um, when he gets to the wall and he that's kind of when he puts it all together about how long he's been there and stuff I mean I think he has his suspicions before then but I like the idea that he suddenly realises how long he's been doing this and that almost seems to fuel him in a way yeah he goes right well <laughs> I'm definitely not giving up because I've been doing this for hundreds of thousands you know, <laughs> millions of years you know Uh, well, there must be some versions where he begins to tell that joke knowing he's not going to get to the end yeah, of it yeah indeed <laughs> you know, but some well, I like the idea that he kind of knows it by the end and that become he becomes fully aware of what's going on what I find interesting is the notion of if if you were in this situation where you did a load of stuff and then yeah. like you had to expire but like reset yourself yeah. a complete duplicate of yourself would they absolutely behave in exactly yeah. the same way and make all the same decisions? It that kind of relies on it. That's well, I suppose all I mean, the with I mean, all the same stimuli, maybe you would. You, uh, yeah, it's, if it's, it's an exact reset, I mean, yeah, I guess it's a situation you can never, never test for. No, I mean, if you think that there is no such thing as free will, really, because all it is is just like. Uh, for, you know, you are just the result of various physical processes and stimuli. Wow. Then, if it is an exact reset, then yes, you will act the same way. But as you said, there's no way to test this empirically. Hmm. Um, but I do think both times through, it's like, man, if he'd have just bought that uh, spade with him, he could have saved himself yeah, quite absolutely. a lot of time. Yeah, like. He like, had he two opportunities to pick that spade up. St- it still would have taken him ages, but I feel like it would have taken 
slightly fewer years. Smart, yeah, quite fast. Yeah, and um, also I have to say I enjoyed how how horribly fucked he looks when he's yes. For some reason, I feel that always gets me is when you see his left hand and you see his yeah his disguised wedding ring, but it looks like it's really kind of tight on his yeah. horribly swollen. mangled, swollen yeah. hand. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's awful. It's one of the grimmest things we've seen, and although there's been a lot of complaint, even from the production staff, about the time slot this year, yeah, yeah. they've known it's going to be late, so it's allowed them to have yeah, sort yeah. of more blood and like to have even in Sleep No More, like Rasmussen being fucking shot to death in the yeah, back, yeah, yeah, yeah. for instance, which is quite quite something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yes, thanks for that, Eric. You've right. uh, you've, uh, you've, you've made us chat about Ting. Prompted some more, yeah, chat, which is what we like from the right. from the feedback. This one, the subject line is "eh comment heaven sent," and it says, "Hey guys, a commentationary comment for comment for heaven sent," uh, and a thumbs up emoji and a winking smiley. So I think there's going to be some kind of comment. Is a uh... uh, comment is free and forthcoming. Yeah. Don't know how loud it's going to be. Hey guys, MB again, and uh, as I said on Facebook, God, that was really good. Damn, Uh, Peter fucking Capaldi, that (laughs) guy is is out out of control. It's wearing a lot lately, MB. I really enjoyed the hell out of that. What have we done to it? You enjoyed it even more on the second viewing. I think that is easily one of the finest performances in 50 years of the show. Mm. I mean, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of which of the doctors could have pulled off a performance that I actually won't argue with that sort of that yeah. level of nuance. I mean, Tom Baker, maybe I, uh, um, I don't know. No, not really. <laughs> nuance is not to say the script wouldn't have been a good vehicle for most of them. I'm just not sure that it would have been as profound a story as it was uh, for me watching Capaldi. He made me. I mean, he he actually made me feel the burn of a of a span of time, which it is not possible for me <laughs> to actually grasp. This guy, this guy has just got. He's got his own gravitational field. I yeah. think mm. things just revolve. There's so much stuff that gets captured by it by, by him. Um, so I mean, mainly, I just honestly, I just have praise for this episode and uh, just a couple of questions. I was hoping, uh, hoping you find gents might be so good as to answer. Oh, um, <laughs> I was wondering, thank you, if I understood correctly that uh, the castle and sort of its whole reality was Gothic inside the Doctor's confessional dial. That's yes, what that was, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, in which case, if that's true, then has someone? Do we think someone has gone in? And fucked with his confessional dial, his confession dial, and and sort of set up this two billion year sort of game for him, or well, two billion sort of years, right? Because he's just copies of himself. But interesting, um, was it just all sort of a hell of his own making? As in, he was punishing himself for all of his self perceived sins. I don't know. That doesn't really make sense now that I've said it. <laughs> it came out of my mouth, but now I know what it's like to be me. For your discussion. <laughs> anyway, thank you, studs. I will talk oh. to you next week. Thanks, MB. Um, yeah, as 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 we saw, I'll just go over this again. I think. Yeah. Let's say the time laws because it's almost certainly them have construct mm. constructed this this sort of trap for him to get him to confess about or to say what he knows about the hybrid. I guess, That's and then the idea is that he ends up. He ends up back at Gallifrey, and something happens when they have that <laughs> knowledge. I mean, I don't know what happens because it's in next week's episode, and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's um, true. 
Yeah, and there's. No, I mean, I'm sure I could find out what happens, but we're, I we're running out of days in which that is absolutely true. Yeah. Um, but Soon that won't at, be. at the present time, it is very true. It hasn't happened yet. Right, we have one final piece of feedback. That, when I said that, made it sound like an edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I listen back, it'll sound like oh, they edited a bit out there. No, it was just me <laughs> cutting right here over to the top. Uh, it's an email from Kirsten. I can read it if you want, or you can read oh, it you if you want. You can read it because I read the first one. Kirsten, she says, I'd send voice a mail, but my throat hurts and I have sexy Phoebe voice friends reference in brackets. I want to hear the sexy voice. I just. Who wants to hear all the sexy voices? I, she says, I guess that's all the more reason to send one, but it would hurt. So, uh, no. That's fair enough. <laughs> It's like, I thought you were going to say, like, I guess there is something going to say something stupid about that. It's like, how do they always know? How do they know that I'm going to say something stupid and inappropriate? The podcast resets every yeah. time. <laughs> ah, sorry, I keep closing the email by mistake. She continues, I loved Heaven Sent. I thought Peter Capaldi was brilliant, and so was Rachel Talladay. Of course, again, I, I cannot say enough about her work on this. The shot where he drops the spoon had that sort of epic small moment <laughs> impact. Like in The Big Bang, when Amy's teardrop falls on the diary. That scene always makes me tear up in awe because it's so beautiful and momentous. I love that he's on Gallifrey and I wonder if he meant me or me, uh-huh. a shielder, when talking about the hybrid. Would Moffat canonise that throwaway line from the movie that most of us have, differ- have disregarded? We suspect not. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming this is the last 11th hour podcast until the Christmas special. Well, no, we'll be doing next week yeah. as well. <laughs> Unless that's what you mean. I'll miss you guys. Are you taking a break or will you be moving right on to Joe and Chris do a thing? Kirsten, that's a oh, that's a timely question. Uh, it's a timely question, and obviously it's not going to be that big a, a gap till the Christmas special. No, it won't be. But whether it's a big gap before we get our Christmas special episode out, which is going to try for no this year, but you, you know, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 have, I have promised. What is it? I promised prior to January the third. I think it was January it? the sixth. You oh, said okay, maybe. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll make it that now. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, Epiphany, so that's when all your decorations have to be Yeah, done, that's so. the that's the 12th day of Christmas, is yes, it Yes, indeed. So, and that's the point where your true love, it just gives you a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah, on top of, uh, recursively on top of all the other stuff. There's a good... Um, I think people don't really realise how yeah. much stuff that the somebody's got the I think my mum used to, at work, do, like, the Christmas quiz, and a good mm. one you can ask people to try and work out is uh, how many gifts in total you get from so what's the 12 that lords are leaping because there's yeah. a, I was going to say that's 144 but no it's not because it's 12 times 11 times 10 because it, yeah there's a, an, a, the easier way of working that out like to the power of things but I don't I'm not very it's, good with um, maths I think it's no I've never understood power equations I don't think it's actually on 12 well no the last day would be 12 factorial would it no, or is that... You do end up with 12 partridges in pear trees. Yes. So, I guess it just doubles each time. Yeah. Uh, 24 turtle duck. No, because you don't have two on the first day. Oh, no. There is a way to work it out more easily. I, I was going to tell a maths joke, but it's a really stupid one. It, yeah, it, I gave it, it anyway. Down. Um, yeah, you also have to know what a factorial is as well. Damn. Um, and that's if you... Um, I don't. It's an exclamation mark. No. Um, after a number means so if you see five exclamation mark it means one plus two plus three plus four plus five and that's called a factorial <laughs> and, and the joke was about like how shouting always makes numbers bigger because <laughs> five equals five but five with an exclamation mark is one plus two so it's a lot more right yeah so it's number. nine it's twelve it's 
to 15 is 16 yeah yeah, yeah. so no 14 is 15 you're right yeah yeah fantastic so, yeah that, that took way more effort than it deserved to explain um so do a thing uh, yeah, like you said, we wanted to keep. We tend to record on Thursdays. Well, I, we wanted to keep uh, Thursday for hanging out and maybe recording something. That would be nice because I think I've had a quite a good. I've got myself quite a good routine set up recently. Yeah, and with with like Thursday is recording day, and uh, hanging out with Chris Day, which is always a joy mm-hmm. as well. And I think it's if you if you've never heard of Joe and Chris do a thing, by the way, that's uh, jcdothing.blogspot.com. Yeah, it's our. Uh, it's kind of our podcast for when we're not doing Doctor Who stuff. I want to talk about stuff that isn't Doctor yeah. Who, I think. We had a few. It dried up a bit, but like we haven't given up on it. No. I'd, quite, I'd be happy. I think I'm in a place where I'm happy to do more. I'm more happy to do it than I maybe was. Mm. Or I'm more of an urge to do it, perhaps, I should say. But I know we, we, we've been throwing around for quite a few months now this idea of, like you know, video game YouTube stuff as well. But that almost feels like it would be a separate thing. Yeah, even, even though, under the same banner. But yeah, like, yeah. But I think some podcasts would be... I know we've... we've can be done as we've well. We've both got experimental um, gameplay videos out there in the world. Well, mine the world. is not super out there in the world. Yeah, mine, are, mine are sort of out there in the world, but there's none with us together. No. And that's a shame. That won't I, be rectified, I Yeah. Um, well, there is one with us together, but it's a very... Um, Experiment. It's a very uh, oh yes, you're right. Our Skyrim there. demo that yeah. is, in fact, that is on YouTube, but yeah. it's super secret and private. Yeah. So um, yeah, I I would be happy to do Joe and Chris podcast, but I think it'd be nice that if we can get a routine going with the recording and stuff. Yeah. We, if we can um, I mean, just, the videos. But also, yeah, I think I we should only do one if we know what we're going to record about. Although our rambles have tended to be quite good. Uh, yeah. Where we just talk balls. But I'm feeling more like I could feasibly do the long-awaited Exorcist prequels or oh, Superman yes. 3 and 4. Superman's. Uh, yeah. Um, Superman them 3 and 4. <laughs> well, I was also... Uh, well, I've also moved up onto those on Blu-ray. I've now got ah. all the Exorcists on the Blu-ray. Say, like, leaping tall buildings in a single and king or something. Blu-ray, Blu-rays of the Supermans and uh, of the Nightmare on Street series as well. So you're up get to some three. More you've got to get some more Talalay action, mostly in the yeah. production design, until we get to Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, where she steps into the chair and... Uh, Why don't you step into a chair? That doesn't make any well, sense. Well, you have to step up to a chair. I mean, step into it. What madness is that? I reckon if you Google the phrase, like, step into the chair with quotes, you'll for, find people For that it. matter, and it's a timely question, how does one step into Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I do know how much it costs to do so. How much is that? Uh, the admission is free. Ah, so there. All it costs is your soul. No, that's a different song. Uh, I think that, I feel like we're getting. I don't know the words for step into Christmas. My brain goes to step into <laughs> Christmas. My <laughs> name <laughs> is Trevor. I'll be singing this song forever and ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I've got to hit reach forever and ever. <laughs> and between step into Christmas and forever and ever, nothing. I've got and no clue. I didn't even have the forever and ever. I was like, I just know the the, the rhythm of the symbol or something. So I was like, Coriolanus. Nice. What kind of anus? Coriolanus. Coriole anus. Yeah, it's like an yes. Oriole anus. Like whether the bird or the Baltimore um, baseball player or the uh, Oxford College Oriole. Fair enough. Yeah, 
Uh, I was going to say I've seen a lot of Kirsten, are you sure you want more of this? More unthemed Joe and Chris? Because you really don't. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be hearing about the arseholes of the Baltimore Orioles, and you don't know what to say. I almost said that, that I've seen an Oriole. And, uh, so too, and I, like, I definitely. You've even had me from... say arsehole, which is a word I don't like saying or yeah. hearing. Yeah. <laughs> So I've actually realised I know someone... I don't want to prevent anyone from saying it because I don't, I'm don't. trying not to police language, but it's not a personal favourite of mine. As well. I, say, I actually know someone from Oriel College, so I need to stop all this chat about Oriel anuses. Mm. How um, about Ballyhole College? Oh, no, it's Ballyhole College. I went to Ballyhole. I know you did. Yeah. Um, How was Ballyhole? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... And there were a lot of assholes at Ballyhole, let me tell you that. <laughs> I can bet... And I bet I'd be interested in knowing who and what famous people have graduated from there. I can tell you if you want. Hit me up. Um, Hit me up with Balliol College alumni. We had three 20th century prime ministers, and I bet I'm going to forget one because one was Asquith, one was Edward Heath, yeah. um, later immortalised in a song by me. Yeah. And, uh, and a great, was great song. Another one, which I believe was David Lloyd George, but I may be wrong. Well, yeah, I. I, I've heard There's of been his. some other ones. I oh. heard he had both a life and some times. Yeah. Um, as do we all. <laughs> I, they really do go well together. Yes. Oh, there's nothing like life and times, as uh, Roger Ebert would apparently say. That is such a lovely article. I'm sorry to ramble on. But, uh, uh, indeed. You're yeah. talking about the Onion's... Uh, Tribute to, to Roger Ebert after, Re- after he passed away. Re- reviews yeah. like the human existence. existence yeah. And he disca- declares it a triumph. <laughs> oh, it's lovely stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah. Wow, we are we are we are in a zone where we just want to yeah. carry on talking now. This is nice. Um, Boris Johnson was also a Balliol man, so I told you it was a shitty place. That's all right. I only recently learned that like Boris Johnson has various siblings, and one of them is called Leo Johnson. Oh. It was, as you may recall, like a wife-beating prick from Twin Peaks. <laughs> the long-haired guy played yeah, by Eric yeah. Duray. Leo, no. Yeah, Leo, yeah. Leo, Leo, yeah, Leo yes, apparently. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, I've seen his sister on some kind of um, reality program. Mm. Um, Does she share exactly. the family hair? Yes. Mm. It's, yeah. It's not quite as thatched roof, but it, it, it is... It does shine like the sun. Yeah. Also, it's been it's been shared a lot. But have you seen the face swap where for example, Donald Trump's face on on Boris Johnson and they ended up with Owen Wilson? <laughs> yes, I have seen that. <laughs> it, it's terrifyingly accurate. There's a bit of a comedian John Mulaney that I'm going to repeat. I like him a lot, where he describes Donald Trump as being like a hobo's idea of what a rich person is like. <laughs> And he imagines the guy around at like a, you know like an oil can. And mm. I tell you what, Frankie, when my ticket comes in, it's like I'm gonna have a giant building with my name on the side. Yeah. I'm gonna have hair like spun gold. Well, there's, um, there's a there's a tiny bit of the Peter Serafinowicz show, the O News, the yeah, celebrity yeah. news. Well, that was back when Donald Trump was basically just a sort of punchline. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, and a, and a celebrity embarrassment um, yeah, joke, yeah. and you know, apprentice guy. Yeah, yeah. Where he'd had plastic surgery to give himself a solid gold face <laughs> it's like, this is the best face ever made <laughs> it cost how and it, oh, I think it's a solid gold car that's too heavy to drive <laughs> of course <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you may have thought Chester J. Lambert from the Simpsons gets a, 
a solid gold house. Oh, we're discussing, yeah, discussing with Mia how helpful a solid gold house would be. It was like, yeah. actually, it wouldn't be that good to live in. It'd be I'm, hard to heat. It'd be in like heavy, heavy weather. It would become malleable. I believe that gold is not as solid, uh, is not as strong as people think. It's mm. surprisingly. Um, you know, n- relatively quite. I soft, do know yeah. it's super heavy. Whenever you yeah, see yeah. guys in movies pick up gold bullion, they pick them up much more easily than they would be able. My to My uncle's a civil engineer, and he worked out because he's that kind of guy. Mm. That I'll, I'll demonstrate for you. He reckons a ton of gold would be a sphere about that big. That is not very big, no. listener. And um, I think he said it would weigh a ton. It, well, no, it would weigh a ton. It would cost like twenty-two and a half million pounds, something mm. like that. Could have been more. I may be misremembering. I'm, I'd love to know if there's like a tour I can go on where I can hold a bar of gold bullion, like yeah. in a very secure environment. They know yeah. I wouldn't be able to make off with it. Yeah. I'd just love to know how much one of those yeah, weighs, yeah, yeah. so I can laugh even more at action movies where like yeah, yeah. people are robbing banks and flinging them to yeah, each yeah. other. Uh, I think we should that, have this, a little spoiler curtain and talk about mm, next week's trailer. That informative stuff about gold straight out of the DVD commentary for Die Hard with a Vengeance. There you go. You can learn shit everywhere. Yeah. Apart from on this podcast, <laughs> or Joe and Chris do a thing when it comes back. You oh, can, you know I've got yet another podcast on the go, uh, the Wookie Rookie. Really? Podcast. Yeah, it's a seven episode thing. Star where it's going to Yeah, where... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Katarina, who listens to this, and her husband Mick, uh, she has not seen the original Star Wars trilogy ah. and has seen the prequels like one time back in the day. Yeah. So we're going through those, but she's going to watch the proper Star Wars is <laughs> at some point, and we're going to be there to react to her reactions. Nice. Uh, was Katarina the person who thought I was two people? Yes. Sometimes I feel like no, I'm not going to pretend. Like All right. Too. But I know they listen to this, and yeah. it's been it's been a pleasure uh, working with them as well. I think uh, between us, we're probably the size of three people, <laughs> <laughs> at least three <laughs> fat people. <laughs> well, I thought I'd be. Yeah, dip- I, I just, thought I'd be generous. <laughs> I got right. I got two things there. One is the end of the film, the world's end, and one is the comic slash um, the comic strip slash cartoon Banana Man. Yeah. One is the end is a. Uh, uh, I won't tell you what happened at the, at the end of the world's end. You've seen it, but yeah, this has yeah. happened. It's the voice going, "What can you do? You are but two men, two drunk men, <laughs> three drunk men, hooray!" Um, <laughs> and a banana man's strength is, and this is it's weird because it's like there's nothing wrong with this. It's a perfectly respectable good bit of strength to have, but as a joke, you don't hear it very often. Which is the banana man is described as having the strength of twenty women. <laughs> It's like, 20 big women. <laughs> like, that's a lot of strength, but yeah. like people always, people a, always rate superhero strengths in terms of men. I mean, that's yeah, it's an uncommon metric to use. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 20 regular-sized women. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> 20 big women. <laughs> Banana Man's a strange thing. But anyway, yeah, yeah. as you say, it is probably time to... I've really enjoyed the last sort of 5-10 yeah, yeah, minutes yeah. of this. This has been dynamite. Punch my fist. Ah, it's though you're made of some kind of hard diamond-like substance. Ah, uh-huh, it'll take you many thousands of years to punch through my fist. <laughs> I better start now, right? And when I do, you'll be back to your home. You'll be back to your home 
well, no, them, I guess. yeah, I guess like Limesford Road again. It's like going through your fist hole. I just climb through your fist. There I am, twenty-three Limesford Road, going. Why am I here? Didn't my brothers do this place up? This looks really shit. It's like you, young child. It's like go into this house and tell. Yeah, and I can. I go back and my parents will be back sleeping in separate beds and spending no time with each other (laughs) hold up we went very dark in our chat before the podcast my middle brother could be punching me every so often (laughs) randomly my oldest brother I could rarely see because they're both they were five and seven years older than me (laughs) wow I've gone to a place remember when when we went dark before the podcast started oh we did go dark and you're like wow why can't we use this for the podcast I feel there's nothing else that shows was it a lot of dead dad stuff there was so much dead dad stuff I think it was about your dad being resurrected by a best of Black Sabbath yeah because it was compilation the... only so that he could tell you to turn that racket off well, and then I, crumble into dust I can't remember if this has come up before but it was a few years ago there, there was a Black Sabbath uh, compilation CD advertised on television like, I think it was Tommy Vance going like Rock your, rock your dad this Father's Day. With yeah. it. It's like that'd have to be a fucking good album, <laughs> like to reconstitute him from his cremated past, yeah. and then force him to rock. <laughs> but especially album. since he couldn't stand anything recorded after about 1938. <laughs> Indeed. So this, if nothing, that if nothing else, would give you an indication that us on the podcast is basically how we are all the time. <laughs> Although yes. maybe a little bit more because we have found ourselves talking doing oh no we're in podcast mode yeah yeah and I, what, the thing is when it's an episode like this you go um, uh, yeah. you're limited to talking about the episode and yeah. wanting to stay on track anyway we haven't pulled that spoiler curtain down no guys sod off if you don't want to hear us talk about the next episode I don't think there's any of you that do. Do you any of you use this? I've no it's idea. Is it like have. the artwork? Is it worth the bother? You guys said it was worth the bother, so I will carry on bothering. But it's still, kind of how we structure the thing. That's I really did like that Sleep No More artwork man, yeah, with yeah, that, that the great, HP yeah. logo on the pod. Right, right. Let's do the thing. Did you see the um, Zygon Inversion one? Uh, I don't the, think so. There was the truth button and the consequences oh, yes, button, I and I had a little HP button in the middle. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> we were we were between truth and consequences, that, man. That we is, took no sides. That is literally the worst of the three buttons you could have pressed. That it's like, oh no, it's just two guys going on. Yeah, and Peter Kamal is like, this is what war is like. <laughs> Tedious. <laughs> war never changes. <laughs> oh, it's Fallout, right? Go away, then come back or whatever. Yeah. Love you lots. Bye. We'll be back soon. Bye. I'm going to pretend I'm fading out. on the bus today where it was going over Westminster Bridge that's not the unusual thing wow. in itself fantastic <laughs> no 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 save, wow our save, houses of parliament save your reaction um, okay. I was going to visit Nikki at work so I did you know I did have to go um, to near there um, but um, it was a bagpiper and yeah. we got a slight Doppler effect mm. um, 
by going past quite a lot. Anything that makes bagpipes sound sh- if you think that bagpipes couldn't sound stupider, mm. you would be wrong. <laughs> because yeah, as you say. I swore there were some bagpipes in the score for this episode, by the way, for um Heaven Sent. I should have mentioned it. Or sort of synth bagpipes. It just felt that way, maybe. Yeah. Um, so yes, with, with but like used in a good kind yeah, yeah, yeah. of rousing battlefield. Have you ever heard any of the Corn uh, songs? Like Jonathan Davis decides he's going to play some bagpipes. Uh, I um, know that I have. I can't name any of them, but I heard that first Corn album. I, used yeah, to, I yeah. quite liked it. I think there'd be like one song in an album where he's like, "Can I play the bagpipes?" And they'd be like, oh, "Go on, then." And they'd be like, oh, "We'll just make this like a filler track that people skip." <laughs> um they skip straight to shoots and ladders or whatever yeah or, or freak on lead uh, or no freak sorry on that's the album yes I had that album and I liked it a lot yeah um Roddy, Roddy Piper we failed to make any kind of Ultimate Warrior reference apart from yeah. musically and um <laughs> yeah because you just is shaking the ropes when yeah. it was mentioned he's a to create the Ultimate Warrior I <laughs> too late you could splice you could somehow splice in that amazing promo he did from Raw just before he died into oh. this episode it's like someday a man's heart beats its last beat oh fuck and if you're lucky, then you know you've made other people's that hearts was a little bit faster. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many people who don't know wrestling know this. It was yeah. like, should we briefly do this? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, apparently, we've we've gone into we somehow gone into ramble mode. Like, yeah. flick the switch. And then we will talk about Hell Bent the next week's episode, the, which means we can definitely have Hell Bent for leather by yeah, yeah. Uh, Judas Priest, the yeah, song yeah. that Rob Halford was like. How gay can I be before people will get will cotton on? It's like yeah. turns out very very gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in the end, I reckon Rob Halford in the end went. I'm just going to have to tell people, aren't I? I've tried to let them figure it out. And everyone was like, what? Like, the whole leather thing. He was like, yeah, I got that straight from the gay clubs. Like, yes. It was like, that we, was like, we thought you like, were like a biker, like a heavy metal biker. He said, no, I'm really gay. <laughs> really, really gay in this particular, particular yeah. kind of way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, before, before I run the risk of, like... Yeah. Um, homogenising the whole that, thing that is just how thing. Rob Halford chose to express it yes himself, absolutely yes. and uh, you know also, also by breaking the law breaking yeah. the law <laughs> um, I'm sure he's old enough that it would have been breaking the law at some point yes whether that's what breaking the law is about I don't know I don't know all I know is in the video they rob a bank with the power of rock it's uh, a fantastic video anyway we will talk about <laughs> yeah. Hellbent for leather um, uh, so yeah Ultimate Warrior there yeah, was a wrestler yeah. of that name what was his name Helwig uh, James Helwig James Helwig uh, although he later changed his name to Warrior because of a, a rights dispute yeah um, same with China yeah yeah. Um, I reckon people might know of him he was kind of like oh he was extremely famous I yeah, think people like, relatively know who Ultimate Warrior is but like Warrior you know everyone knows Hulk Hogan most people know like Macho Man Randy Savage he's kind of like the third of the yeah. WWF 80s boom I'd say he's the third yeah. Biggest, I'd say of that era. but I'm yeah I'm really specifically just talking about the timing here there was, yeah, yeah. There was we don't I think we don't think we need to get into why the corporate falling out but there was a falling out with yeah. him and WWF management it went on for years yeah and like towards it was last year wasn't it they kind of rectified it and they yeah. brought out like a career retrospective DVD and he went into the hall of fame yeah and they brought him out Monday Night Raw and he made this amazing sort of rousing promo type speech yeah. it works better written down than his performance of it yeah, sad, because yeah. he's old and shambling yeah, yeah but at least he has a, he, you can tell that at least mm. he has the emotion kind of in it and that and that and that does, you know that helps a lot mm. 
and the, where the timing of it comes into it is when did he die? Was it th- that evening or I the next day? The next day, and it was, it was one no, of those things it was like, no longer than a day later. It was so weird because it was like you t- part of me goes, he must have known, but it really doesn't seem like. Yeah, it just seems such a weird coincidence if he didn't. The like he gives this amazing, and the speech is about how what as as I was kind of hinting at saying uh, one day a man heart will beat its last beat mm. and if you're lucky in this life all you can all you do is hope that you made some other people's hearts beat that a little bit faster mm. and that's kind of the gist of it yeah um, and that you know and he's so proud that he has this legacy that, and yeah that. and, he, and the, yeah. the excitement and, yeah yeah and then yeah and then he did die the next day it's astonishing much, yeah because like what I used to think of was and this, in terms, is not supernatural timing. This is just good showbiz yeah. timing. Was um, when Freddie Mercury, yeah. like, after a lot of speculation about whether he was ill or not. Yeah. Finally, there was a front page news where I was like, "Yes, I've got AIDS. Like, it's yeah. a thing that's happening." And then he was dead the next day. Right. But like, he was presumably at such a in such a state that they knew that there wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. going to be much time. So they announced it then. That was just Fred fucking showbiz timing. Yes, I've got AIDS. Yes, I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Always go out on a high. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Chew on that, darling. Um, But this is just one of those things. I have a... I feel like this is the sort of thing you would know because there's some weird story about... Is it Bernard Manning Mm. and Frankie Howard? Oh. I've got to say it's something like one of them died I think Bernard Manning died right I'm, it might not be Bernard, Bernard Manning it might be mm. someone else and they called Frankie Howard's agent for a quote because apparently they knew each other and the agent gave a quote not knowing that Frankie Howard had also died and was laying undiscovered in his apartment oh. or something like that and it, it was like a weird thing like um, they died on the same uh, well I know it won't be Bernard Manning no. because uh, whether he is I think he may have died now but uh, yes, but he died in two thousand and seven. Oh, okay, yeah. And Frankie, Frankie Howard died much earlier. Yeah, than that. okay. So it's somebody else that they, and, and it's going to be someone that Frankie Howard is more likely to get a uh, yeah to to be Maybe want Bernard Breslaw while we're in the Bernards. Well, yes, and there's a story about Bernard Breslaw, uh, which I'm not going and death, which I'm not going to go into. Oh, that's fascinating. Should oh, I wait, pause? Maybe, maybe I could, seeing as we've already touched on it. Oh no, it's just that. Um, uh, my uh, my dad is remains are scattered in Golders Green, oh, where yeah. um, Bernard Bristol. I think he's actually quite near to where Bernard Bristol mm. is. Is a very Walter Anthony Ainley is is also interred there. Yeah, so for, there's your, formerly there's, the master. There's your Doctor Who uh, connection. So I'm going to look up this Frankie Howard thing because I seem to remember it's quite an interesting story. Okay, um, should I talk about Hellbent while you're doing that? Yeah, why not? Right, it's crazy right Mee's back her shoulders back for some reason she's back yeah, in yeah. with the Time Lords um, we, we've we got specific Time Lords we've seen before in Day of the Doctor that general and uh, things like that it you've was Benny Hill back in Benny Hill right uh, Howard died one day before fellow comedian Benny Hill news of the two deaths broke almost simultaneously and some newspapers ran an obituary of Howard in which Hill was quoted as regretting Howard's passing saying we were hmm. great great friends uh, oh dear. the quote was released by Hill's agent who was not aware that his client had died so I got it the wrong way around but gotcha. I had the sort of the shape of the anecdote correct I get you it's a it's a good thing (laughs) 
It's a good thing they didn't do the same with Princess Diana and Mother Teresa. Done. Yes, there we are. Right, in terms so of timing. It's bonkers. Uh, me slash Isildur is back. Yeah. Time Lords are very back. Very back. The main head Time Lord guy is uh, an actor called Donald Sumter. Yeah, who's yeah. in Game of Thrones as people. Oh, so, is he? Oh, yeah. okay. I've, I've known so, him from places. Lots yeah, of stuff. Yeah, he's been including the the some partially missing 1960s Doctor Who stuff oh. uh, is it the moon base it's some kind yeah, of yeah. base of people from around the world and he's playing someone not British in a kind of slightly swarthy style I see uh, finger quotes yeah where do people. I mostly know him from yeah uh, probably um, come on Chris Toby Whithouse done it and it was a thing being with, human yes alright no. oh, he did be um, human but he's not Grandmaster Purcell in uh, Game of Thrones because that's Julian Glover who has also been in Doctor Who he has and Star Wars yes indeed and um, but he's one of the other Grandmasters and I can't remember Grandmasters uh, I can't remember Grandmaster but, Flash yeah he's Grandmaster <laughs> he's Grandmaster Flash and Melly Mel <laughs> yes and the Furious Five shut up uh, so um, yeah um, it seems to all take place in Gal- on Gallifrey yeah? uh, well as far as we can tell as far as as far as we can tell but it may have one of those weird grandstanding Moffat type things oh I bet I'll have an intro where like a bunch of different things happen um, given something I know about the Christmas special I can probably guess of a surprise ending yeah to some degree yeah but we, you know, we, we won't talk, talk about, about that anyway yeah. um, and there's a regeneration which I bet is not the Doctor <laughs> like the, how many Time Lords are in this episode yeah like there's plenty of opportunities for someone to be regenerating so what I'm hoping it'd be nice to find out I'm sure I and also Capaldi's like signed on for another series yes as hopefully himself. we'll find out some of what happened like how they got his confession dial out and where they've been all this time yeah um, and what's going on with them because I've no idea what the actual threat or anything in this episode is or what the hope yeah. nature of the hope there's is a, there's a I say there's a recognisable Time Lord that general guy who was in yeah, yeah. Doctor the, oh, from the that, more militaristic there's that of kind them. of um, you know they have those kind of kind of floaty soothsayery type women who mm, oh. I think they're in the end of time yeah but actually that's uh, so Hela of the Sisterhood of Khan she that's just happens one, to be yeah. on Gallifrey yes yes played by says, Claire Higgins of Hellraiser fame so as she says you know you've betrayed every principle you've ever had or something mm. like that so not to be confused with Ohika of course formerly also of the Sisterhood yeah. of Khan it's just one of those names quite similar um, I can't remember if she's been in the actual series I think she was in uh, Night of the Doctor the Paul McGann fucking what, great uh, excellent tiny little Paul McGann story and it was like it was it was so good and there was such a good little bit of like bringing Paul McGann back I mean mm. it was such a nice little I'm a Doctor <laughs> but probably not the one you were expecting <laughs> well, it's time for my strange Paul McGann impression <laughs> again it's it's just a kind of relaxed Liverpool kind of accent, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, it. That that's I'm what counts human. as a. Did I mention I'm half human? La, <laughs> <laughs> on my mother's side, like <laughs> you've gone too far. Kid. <laughs> We've often, often gone, often, often gone too far. But yeah, I'm excited, uh, especially after this episode. I think it's been. I can sell you some cheap tires, like <laughs> no, oh, uh, <laughs> now man, now man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you turn into Jimmy Savile? Because that was nah. that was more, that was more north and yeah. then heavily south. <laughs> if you know what I mean, I'm saying he's in hell. Yeah. I don't believe in hell. But he's but, there. But anyway. in the words of Trent Reznor, if there is a hell, I'll see you there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
right, I think Hellbent looks good. Ohila, yeah, yeah, Sisterhood yeah. of Khan. Yeah, uh, yeah, and she was in the one of the prequels at the start of this. I series can't remember what too. Sumter is asking um, the the Time Lord like soldiers to do at one point, but there's some. He, they wants them to kiss him. <laughs> that possibly is not the right. <laughs> Hellbent um, uh, talking about it is going to be pointless very soon especially because yeah, yeah. it's going to be on we'll watch it then bye, bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.